And we are recording. I'm your host, Rom, and welcome to the second episode of the Lockout Lore Series of the BAM Baseball Pod. We're going to be talking to fans, beat writers, and content creators of various teams in order to find out a bit more about their teams uh, during the lockout. And the second team on our list is the Colorado Rockies, and we're talking to the best Rockies fan page on Instagram. Today's special guest runs the Instagram page, Rockies.now. Welcome to the show, man. What's up? Doing good, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No worries. It's a huge honor for us. And let's just get started by talking about last season. Um, it was kind of Trevor Story's like swan song. He finally got like the goodbye that Arnado never got. Uh, you guys missed the playoffs, just like you guys did the like the last couple years. And 74-87 record last year, fourth in the West. Uh, what were your thoughts on last year in general, I guess? Well, uh, first of all, thank you for having me. But uh yeah, um, Last year was, I, I got to say in one word, it was probably a learning season for the Rockies just to play without Nolan. Uh, and we're coming up on a year now uh, from the Nolan Arenado trade. And, you know, Rockies fans right now, the current fan base is like, what are we doing? And uh, now losing Trevor Story is going to be huge. But the Rockies proved that they can win without Nolan Arenado. And surprisingly, they, like a lot of people thought that the Rockies were going to be the worst team in Major League Baseball in 2021. They weren't even close to being the worst. And I think for the yeah. Rockies this past year, they had some big guys step up like Connor Joe. Uh, he's a fan favorite in here in Colorado. Uh, former Giants. So he's, he's actually like a, a Giants legend. You almost right. you almost mentioned it. Uh, it was, I think, Farhan Zaidi's like first big addition to the team. And we were like, he was on the opening day roster. And we were like, oh my God, like, why is this guy on the opening day roster? Like, he sucks. Right. And like, he started off really poorly and I think he got cut after like the opening day series. And I think, I don't know what happened to him after that, but he found his way with Colorado. And then Farhan, like this season was so great for him. Like he led us to 107 wins and Connor Joe took off too. And we're like, I guess this guy was onto something. Like he finds <laughs> about all, he finds out all these dudes. And even if they don't work for us, they're working for other teams. So right. as a Giants fan, I was excited to see Connor Joe do well for you guys. Cause Right. I have never met someone more hated universally and, but he's, he seems like a nice guy. And yeah. he like, I think I saw an interview with him talking about like um, how he liked his time on the giants. So we have a lot of respect for him and we hope to see he does well. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. Uh, you guys made a big promotion, hired a new GM, Bill Schmidt, who's promoted from within. He's a longtime Rockies employee rewarded for loyalty. Like the Rockies usually do. And he got to work quickly, gave Antonio uh, Sensatella a five-year extension for $50 million. What your, what are your thoughts on him? Like for fans who don't know and keep up with the Rockies that much, he's a fourth or fifth starter, not great, but consistent, and he avoids walks and home runs. What are your fan, What are your thoughts on that deal overall? Yeah. I think, honestly, I think it's a good deal um, because you, you take a look at Sensatella. Uh, this guy has the potential of being a really good pitcher. I mean, he already is. Uh, you know, yes, he'll have yeah. some starts where he might not look good, but this guy, he's a sleeper. I mean, he's still young. He's like 25 to 26 years old, and he looks like he's a veteran. He's been in the big leagues forever, and he had a really good 2020 season. Uh, he was okay in 2021, but especially in the second half, I mean, he was beating teams like the Braves, the Dodgers. Uh, like, he shut out the Dodgers in L.A., and yeah, and that's when the, L the Dodgers, they won, what was it, 100 and some games this year? Uh, 106 games. Yeah. Right. And so he shut out the Dodgers in LA and that's in Rockies, by the way, the Rockies, uh, haven't swept the Dodgers in like years in LA. So since wow. the pitched that game. And so I think for Rockies fans, uh, we're excited. Um, I think we enjoyed the CJ Crone signing. I think Bill Schmidt 
has done a decent job. I wouldn't say he's done a, a very good job uh, because of John Gray and Trevor Story. Uh, but overall, I think it's decent. And, and I'll say this. There's a lot of Rockies fans that say, oh, Bill Schmidt is Jeff Reitish 2.0. Uh, I don't think so. you got to give the guy a okay. chance. He's, he's hardly been GM. And so far, he's he's done good. And, you know, the Rockies going into next year, they want to add some pieces. And uh, we'll probably talk about that in a second. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm hopeful. So uh, I think the Crone signing, the uh, Sinzatella signings are good. I think it's a good, a good step in the right direction because Lord knows what would happen if Jeff Reitish was still in Colorado. So, yeah. <laughs> So you mentioned about CJ Crone. That was probably uh, the last GM's like best move, getting him on a minor league deal and came in. And he, can I say he was the offensive MVP last year for you guys, or are we still yeah, giving that to him? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit about CJ Crone because I think he was like the uh, NL Player of the Month last year for a certain period. He was on fire. Absolutely was lights out. One of your best hitters. Um, I think he loved the team in home runs, um, walks and run scored mm-hmm. uh, nice glove. You guys gave him a two year extension worth $14.5 million. And he, so, yeah, a minor league signing that turns into that's the best minor league signing you can get in my eyes. So go for right. it on CJ Crone. Yeah. Uh, that's, that was probably the only good signing Jeff Breidich ever made, except <laughs> as the catcher. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Crone, man, like, the first like month or two, we were like, "Oh man, like why did we sign this guy?" The guy was, yeah, he was hitting some home runs, but like his batting average wasn't pretty. He like, yeah, you know, he wasn't hitting bases, you know, base hits every single game. He was not doing very well until right around June and July. That's when he started heating up, and obviously we know how good he was in the month of August. The dude hit I, I, like I forget how many home runs. I think it was like eleven or something. It was it was just crazy. Yeah, eleven and, home runs in August and twenty eight home runs in total. Yeah, so, and yeah. it was just crazy. And the last person to do it, uh, I, I think eleven home runs or close to that number was Rockies legends, and I think Nolan was in that list. And you know, CJ Crone, in my opinion, if he would have had the first half, like if he would have switched the second half with the first half, he would for sure be an all star. Maybe in the home oh, run derby, for sure. Yeah. And so. We're excited for CJ Crone. We have him for uh, two more years uh, until our uh, first baseman prospect, uh, Michael Toglia, comes up. I know a lot of Rockies fans are excited about him, but we just love the Crone zone. And by the way, like, what the heck is Jay Cronenworth? Like, why is it the Crone zone? It's misspelled. I don't get the Crone yeah, zone yeah, in San Diego. Yeah. I don't yeah. agree with it. I think yeah, it belongs and, uh, honestly, to the Rockies. CJ Crone, yeah, like CJ Crone, he made his debut before Jay Cronenworth. So really, the Crone zone is CJ Crone. So yeah, yeah definitely. Um, okay, so uh, let's talk about your bullpen. It was one of the worser parts of your team last year in terms of uh, earned run average. I think it was like fifth worst bullpen in all of Major League Baseball. But you guys have like some good pieces in like Tyler Kinley and Lucas Gilbreth, uh, some good relievers. Do you think, the Rockies should prioritize the bullpen moving forward? Or do you guys like, do you guys still remember the bad signings of like McGee and Davis and you guys are like, don't want to make any more like moves yeah. for the relievers, I guess. I will say that uh, Kinley, he's, he's getting better. I mean, he's, he's starting off. He, he did not do very well, but for yeah. the Rockies bullpen, I think they should just keep it the way it is and not sign okay. any free agent, you know, guys come in. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting a closer because that's what we need. Uh, because we, I honestly, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of Daniel Bard or, you know, Carlos Estevez. They're in the closer spot right now, uh, or at least set up in closer. Uh, I think the bullpen will get better over time. 
Uh, it's going to get better. Like there's a lot of teams like the Diamondbacks. Their their bullpen is going to get better eventually. Uh, you know, within within the same division as we are. So you know, I, I think for us, we're just going to see like guys like Lucas Gilbreth, who's a, a Colorado native. Uh, guys like that. I think we're going to probably keep the bullpen the way it is. Uh, however, I wouldn't be surprised if we get somebody after the lockout uh, to to help out in the bullpen, especially in the late innings. So, okay, definitely. Uh, you talked about losing Gray, and I thought your bulb, uh, your starting rotation was one of the best rotations. I've been like a Giants fan my whole life, and like ever since I've been following the Giants, like I thought your starting rotation last year was one of the best rotations that I've seen the Rockies have in a really long time, and that's kind of like a deep thing because the Rockies have never really had like good rotations but I thought last year was like really good German Marquez is the ace Sensatella Austin Gomber Kyle Freeland on top of Gray who was probably I don't want to say your ace but he was probably up there other than Marquez and you guys lost Gray to the Rangers for nothing uh you guys didn't give him a qualifying offer and um it's a stable rotation decent but unspectacular last year and I think all Rockies fans and Major League Baseball fans in general are expecting big rebounds for all of those four in Marquez, Sensatella, and Gomber and Freeland. So what are your thoughts on them? Um, do you like that rotation? Do you think you guys are missing a piece in there? Yeah, honestly, I think our rotation, like you said, I think this is the best rotation we've had in franchise history. Like with the with the talent that we have. Wow. I mean, okay. yeah, I think 2007 is arguably one of the best. I think after 2007, it's definitely us. Uh, I mean, both are very close. Uh but, like, for so many years, like you said, the Rockies really didn't have a rotation. You know, we only had maybe one or two good pitchers like Jorge De La Rosa, uh, Tyler Chatwood, Giants legend, by the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Tyler Anderson also played for the Giants. But, like, uh, yeah, like, the Rockies really didn't have a great rotation until, like, 2007 when Buddy Black came in and managed the Rockies. And he was, by the way, the very first uh, pitching manager to come in and coach in Colorado because all the other managers the Rockies have had were hitters. And so I think it brought a perspective to mile high that, Hey, you can actually pitch in course field. You can actually succeed and do well, like John Gray and, and uh, Kyle Freeland, uh, you know, Austin Gomber, who we got in the Nolan Aaron auto trade actually is doing well. Uh, so that's very exciting. So yeah, I, I think our rotation, I don't think like you losing John Gray will be a huge piece for sure to lose. But at the same time though, I think we have a good pitching staff in Colorado that, I'm pretty confident that we're going to still do well. Triple uh, A and double A uh, for us, we don't really have any good starting pitchers. So that's, I'm kind of concerned about that. But uh, I think the Rockies, especially here at Coors Field, we love our homegrown pitching. We're not big fans of getting out and getting a, like a guy like Max Scherzer or Justin Verlander. It's homegrown pitching in Colorado for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. It's been the long awaited point, and we'll talk about Trevor's story now. Um, do you think he's coming back? Do you think it's Chris Bryant? There's a lot of rumors that Chris Bryant's coming to town. Uh, what would you like to see um, in terms of like additions, I guess, next year? And is Trevor Story a part of future plans? Yeah, uh, I don't think Trevor Story's coming back. Uh, I, I'd love to. He's my, actually my favorite player. Uh, I'd wow, okay. Play. Yeah, and so, you know, I just love Trevor Story. I love, actually, I went to the game where he had a walk-off. I got a t-shirt right before they got the walk-off. And so I nice. think I was a big instrument in that walk-off in 2019. <laughs> we got the walk-off against the Brewers. But, yeah, like, I don't think he's coming back, unfortunately. Like, you know, some people will say, well, why would he want to come back? Well, like, in, a, in his final interviews when he had, like, with the, uh, you know, with the Rockies broadcasters, he was in tears. Like, it was hard for him. It was different for Nolan because Nolan was upset. Trevor Story, he loved this organization, but he wants to win. And 
I think it's going to be difficult for him to leave. Um, I still think there might be a chance for him to come back. That's if, like, no teams are interested in him at all. And the Rockies say, hey, we're going to give you a, a one-year deal, and then we might trade you at the deadline to a team that's, you know, contending. I think that's possible, yeah, yeah. but I don't think he's coming back. Um, and I, I, I just think that, uh, you know, like Chris Bryant, I'm excited. Uh, you know, the Rockies were heavily interested in Chris Bryant. I don't know if he's going to be heading here to Colorado. Uh, I think the Mariners could be a good possible pickup for Chris Bryant. Um, I think he's going to want to play for a contender. But at the same time, though, uh, Chris Bryant did hit his first career walk-off home run against the Rockies. So I'm just saying uh, it's possible. Um, I think the Rockies are looking at uh, Kyle Schwarber or Michael Conforto as possibly uh, guys okay. that they could fill out in the outfield uh, and then move uh, D, uh, DH uh, Charlie Blackman to the DH. So uh, that's if we get the DH in 2022. So – like, honestly, yeah. if, if her story comes back, that could pave the way for one of those guys to come to Colorado as well and say, hey, we have a legit contender in 2022. But if uh, even if Tra- Trevor's story doesn't come back, I think there's still a possibility we'll get one of those three guys. That's interesting that you said that because I think, um, what was it? Um, it's a decent, like, infield, like CJ Crone at first, Rogers at, uh, Rogers at second, Brandon Rogers was probably one of your last year, um, and, like, a future probably, like, Mr. Rocky, I guess I, I have high expectations for him. Cause I think he's that impressive former third overall pick hit 284 last year, uh, 15 home runs and 415 play appearances. Great glove to go with it. I think he played a lot of shortstop in the minor leagues. Do you think he could be someone that you slot in at shortstop instead of second? Yeah, I, I can see it happening. Uh, okay. You know, uh, Ryan McMahon, he's a great second baseman, so they could move him over to a uh, second base and then move Rogers to shortstop. He's a natural shortstop, so it's possible. Um, like, dude, I, I'm excited for Brendan Rogers. Like, this guy is like, I think he's starting to live up to the name because you know I was sharing yesterday on my uh, live that you know a lot of people were concerned about Brendan Rogers. Like, this guy wasn't doing well, you know, in the first couple of years he he was up, and people were like, "Is this guy for real? Like, was this a wasted pick?" And uh, and all of a sudden, two thousand twenty one, he just started lighting the ball up, and you know he had an incredible second half and. I think Rockies fans, like, we're excited. And, you know, I, I think Brendan Rodgers is just one of those exciting players that this guy could – I mean, his defense is really, really good, uh, like, and, and his power is ex- excellent. Um, so I, I'm excited for Brendan Rodgers. I think there's a possibility, as Trevor Story goes, he will move to shortstop. But I wouldn't be surprised that the Rockies do get a guy like Jonathan VR or a low-level, like, free agent um, to play shortstop like Jose Iglesias, one of those guys, and then have McMahon at third base, uh, Rodgers at second, or Corona at first, something like that. Or they could just sw- swap Rodgers and whoever plays at second. Um, may- maybe bring back Chris Owings, which the Rockies love him. So, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much Brendan Rodgers. I'm excited for Brendan Rodgers, dude. It, it's I'm, I'm excited. I'm a, Brid- a Brendan Rodgers fan, for sure. Okay, sounds good. Um. So what's like the dream additions uh, in this, like after the lockout, if I were to give you a magic wand, you can add any player you want or like any, like, I don't want, I don't want to say any player, but like any free agent um, and like something that you think is like plausible too, I guess. Uh, so pretty much get any player I want. So I would probably go for, I, I would love to see Kyle Schwarber in Colorado. Like the dude could hit like 50 plus okay. home runs in court. Yeah, like, I mean, I love his swing. Um, I mean, he had an incredible 2021. Of course, he had that injury right around the All-Star break. Uh, but I'm excited. I mean, if Kyle Schwarber comes to Colorado, especially with that right field, 
Uh, I think he's just going to do extremely well. So if I had a pick player, I'd probably do Kyle Schwarber, uh, you know, and, you know, it, it would be fun to see a guy like uh, Nick Castellanos come to Coors Field. I mean, he's a double machine. Uh, I mean, Coors Field is huge. So that would work. Uh, you know, there was rumors that the Rockies uh, were also interested in Nick Castellanos, but I think Castellanos is asking for a lot of money and the Rockies don't have that much of a payroll right now. Uh, it's kind of low. But the Rockies have said that they're planning to spend in 2022. So that's kind of exciting. So um, I, I think for me, my wish list is Kyle Schwarber. That, that's that's my okay. to come to Colorado. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he, fit, he fits. I could see him doing a lot of damage in Coors Field and especially yeah. for the Rockies on the road too. Um, okay, last question. Bud Black has been with the Rockies for five plus years. It's his last year on the contract. Do you keep him or... Do you get rid of him next year? What's what 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 do you do with Bud Black? What are your thoughts on his managing? Yeah, uh, in the Rockies fan base, there is kind of like divided. Some people like Bud okay. Black because they feel like he's a pawn of the uh, like the front office and all that. I I disagree. I think Bud Black has done a lot of help for these Rockies. He's the first Rockies manager to bring them to two straight postseasons in 2017 and 18. 18 I think yeah. he deserves a lot of credit. He's helped our pitching staff become a lot better and more reliable. I mean, we. Like, if we still had Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, DJ LeMayhew, uh, if we had the team, like, in 2007 and uh, 2017 and 18, I think this, you know, plus additions in the free agency and plus our pitching, like, we are probably one of the scariest teams in baseball easily. And we we were. Definitely. Um, I, I would like to give Bud Black another contract uh, for a few more okay. years. I know his contract is coming up, I think, at the end of this year or next year, I think. I'd like to give him another contract because he just he's been one of the best Rockies managers ever, in my opinion, uh, because it's like, you know, he loves it. He loves the players. He loves the pitchers, especially. And I think with that relationship there, I think it's great. Uh, and, you know, Bud Black, he knows the National League West. He's a former uh uh, he's a former Padre manager. He he knows Nationally West extremely well, and you know he just he, he loves the Rockies. So he loves the Rockies pitching. I think we should give him another chance. And I I understand why Rockies fans don't like him. He's not perfect. I mean, uh, you know he has some issues with like whenever pitchers pitch too long or in a game or something like that. But overall, yeah, he's yeah, a great yeah. manager. I hope he comes back to Colorado. And I, I like. And like I said, I think he's one of the best managers we've ever had in franchise history. So I think we should give Bud Black another chance uh, in the next couple of years to uh, to be a Rockies manager again. Definitely. Um, okay. What is the what record does Bud Black manage the Rockies to next year? Um, uh, just give me like their place in the division, I guess. Like uh, what place in the division for the Rockies? Yeah. Yeah. For two thousand twenty-two. Like right as of right now in the lockout, I'm give me like the, the best, Rockies. like the best, and then like the worst. I guess, yeah. Oh, the worst. Like team. your highest expectation, and then like lowest expectation for the Rockies in general. Uh, for the Rockies, a highest expectation, I would put the Rockies in third place. Uh, okay, I think there's a chance that like the highest expectation for the Rockies to get, is get third place simply because I, like I don't trust San Diego right now. San Diego, like they had a lot of injuries, their rotation. I just don't feel comfortable, like with the Padres rotation, it was bad. Even when like they didn't have any injuries, Blake Snell was not good at all. Uh, you know, yeah. obviously they're getting Clevenger back, but I just don't rely on the Padres. And by the way, the Rockies almost went past the Padres this past year to get into third place. They were not far away. So I think that's, that's the highest expectation for the Rockies is to be in third place, maybe be close to 500 or so. Lowest expectation is obviously fifth place. I think Arizona is getting better. 
but I still don't think Arizona has a team to to be a fourth place team. But should something happen to Colorado where they have a lot of injuries in the rotation or offense is just not clicking, I think that fifth place could be will obviously be the lowest for the Rockies and unfortunately a hundred loss season. But I still think with the Rockies, they can if they can win without Nolan Arenado, they can win win without Trevor Story and John Gray. I, I think uh, if the Rockies can rely on some of the younger guys like Brendan Rodgers, Connor Joe, uh, you know, uh, maybe Charlie Blackman could you know have a resurgence type of year. I, I'm excited, you know, I'm excited. Okay, but you know, yeah, yeah. So fifth place is the lowest I'll go. Uh, highest place, I'll I'll go third place. So yeah, sounds good. Okay, to close this out, team MVP next year and team Cy Young. For the Rockies? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so Young, uh, I got to go with Marquez, my boy Marquez. Herman okay. Marquez, he, he's, he's so, so good. Um, and I'm excited for him. I mean, I could have put Kyle Freeland in there, but I got to go with my boy Marquez. Uh, MVP, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Ryan McMahon. This guy. Okay, is, wow. Nice. Like, like I could have said CJ Crone. I just like Ryan McMahon. Like, he's, he's a really good hitter. I think. You know, in, in the first half, I think he should have been an all-star, in my opinion. He had one of the best uh, numbers at second base. He started the year at second base before Rodgers started playing it regularly in the second half. But I think Ryan McMahon is no question, no doubt, going to be the MVP in 2022 for the Rockies, unless if we get a, a big bat like uh, a Schwarber or Bryant. I think McMahon, uh, you know, the dude hit like, what was it, you know, uh, like 14 or 15 home runs just in the first half or something like that. And if he can actually do a little bit better than that, I mean, this guy is definitely an all-star. I think a lot of fans are expecting him to be an all-star in 2022. And he should have won a gold glove at the end of the season. Like, you got to get credit to Nolan, but Rymac was one of the best players at third base. Yeah, I don't know what happened with the gold glove voting. I think like a Cardinals fan like broke in and like just like kind of like redirected all the votes to other players <laughs> right. at their positions to the Cardinals right. players. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the heck is this, uh, this battle? <laughs> like keep Brian Hayes. He, he was really good as well. I think he could have had a chance to win, but like, I get the biasness toward Nolan Arenado because I think a lot of people love him. I love him too. Uh, you know, but like with the stats, it, it, it has to go to Ryan Mack, but I, I think he has a chance to be a lot better in 2022. And I think with a lot of, you know, people saying, Oh, you know, he plays in course field, which I really, I don't get the course field thing. Even though I'm a Rockies fan, I don't get it. Uh, it you know, if, if people say the course thing, you know, then why did they put a baseball team in Denver, you know? So, uh, yeah, you know, so I'm excited for Ryan Mack. I think he's going to be my MVP this year for the Rockies. And Cy Young is uh, my boy, Herman Marquez. Okay, perfect. Uh, hey, guys, everyone go check out his Instagram page. Great stuff. Rockies.now. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. Hopefully, when the Giants Thank and you. Dodgers face off against the Rockies, we can come, uh, we can bring you back again, and we can talk about this series and have more detailed discussion about the Rockies. I had a lot of fun learning about the Rockies, and I'm I'm really rooting for the Rockies this year because I think you guys are at a crossroads position. I think where if you guys make a jump, get a couple bats, I could see you guys in the midst of the playoffs. And if you guys kind of don't get anyone, I could also see you guys. Uh, like sinking it's a sinking ship towards like uh getting the first overall pick but i think the rockies are one of the best institutions in baseball and baseball is more fun when the rockies are good thank you so much thank you yeah thank you for having me man i enjoyed it no worries it's a huge honor